Welcome to Your Change, a broadcast aimed at revealing grace and empowering transformation. Through the revelation of God's undeserved, unearned and unmerited favour, we are committed to helping you make better changes in life for life. Somebody say amen and amen. How many are ready for the word this morning? How many are ready for the word this morning? For me, I'm excited because today we are dealing with what I'm calling the 2022 spiritual emphasis. Spiritual emphasis. And allow me to, to explain. I'm just going to be unveiling our theme for the year. That is going to be our spiritual what? Our spiritual emphasis. And I've come to learn, I think the more I'm interacting with people on a one-to-one basis, especially when I come to a lot of our young people, especially for a lot of our young people, I'm beginning to slowly understand that there is a lot of things that we do that they don't understand because they are hardly explained to them. But for us who are grown up, for some of us, we do them because we just grew up in that system yeah, where things were just done. But for other people, they never got an opportunity for things to be explained to them as to why we do certain things that we do. That is why I find that when we were doing our 10 days, I had to take some time to do over two Sundays of just explaining the whole idea of prayer and fasting. Why do we fast? Why do we do that? From a church traditional point of view, tradition is not bad, right? Tradition is not bad as long as it is not standing in the way of the word of God. But tradition, it is just a way that people do things, right? It's just a way that people do things. Amen and amen. What is more important, like Jesus says, we must make sure that our tradition does not render the word of God ineffective. But that is what is more important. So as a church, we have different traditions, different things that we do as a church. Fasting and prayer at the beginning of the year is one of the practices. That's why I took time to explain the, 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 the historical background to it from our church position and also getting into the scripture, explaining the significance of prayer and fasting. Why am I doing so? Elder, can I just explain? Why, why take time to do so? Uh, I just want to maybe give you some of the information because I know you're not that active on Facebook like some of us do. There is a lot of exposure and a lot of talking down on a lot of practices that we do in the Christian faith. Yeah, there is, there is a lot of people that criticize, that demonize a lot of the good things that we do. So one of the major reasons why I like to take time to explain things is so that you are not easily swayed away by the winds of false teachings that are out there. That try to discredit the good practices that you do, that are founded on the basis of the word of God. Yeah? So never allow anyone to cause you to stop doing that which is good. If you've got questions, that's why we are there. That's why pastors are there. That's why elders are there. That's why deacons are there. Go ahead and ask them questions before you start to change what you were doing before. Very, very important in our Christian faith. I'm seeing a lot of people that are easily being swayed away. You see them in the way that they comment. You see in the way that they post, the stuff that they post, the comments that they put. You can actually tell that well, you know, people are easily being swayed away. So that is why we take some time to break down things and explain things. So that in these last days, you are not easily deceived. Remember, the number one weapon of the enemy in these last days, it is the weapon of deception. That is the number one weapon. Anything else that the devil uses is not as powerful as the weapon of deception. 
Because the devil knows that if he can use the tool of deception, he can deceive you while you're going to church. He can deceive you to walk out of the church. He can deceive you to walk out of God. He can deceive you to turn your back on God. And it's never done in such a way that it's so obvious. It's so cunning the way it's done. In a lot of people, it kind of like makes sense until someone comes to explain to you that there's a work of deception that is taking place here. So I want you to be vigilant. I want you to be diligent in your Christian faith so that in these last days, you are not easily taken away. So when it comes to the theme of the year, there is absolutely nothing wrong with having a theme of the year. And the reason why I decided to title it under the spiritual emphasis for 2022, in, in the most common ways we normally say the theme of the year, and here over the last few years we're branding them as the season of. Now the whole idea behind having what we call the theme of the year is it is to empower us and to narrow our focus on a certain area that God is directing us so that you and I can grow. Am I talking to somebody here? So that we can grow strategically. Yeah. So that we can grow with focus. That is why we bring the theme of the year. It does not mean that God is now limited to speak to us within the confinements of just that theme of the year. The theme is coming to help us to have focus. Like a student, if you are going to get into a class and then there is no syllabus, if you get into a class and then they tell you that we are learning geography, and in geography this is what we are going to be focusing on, you will get confused. You will have a lot of lectures, but come up with nothing because you can't track where you're coming from and where you are going. So that is one of the major reasons why we do have themes at the beginning of the year. So that we can have direction as we grow in the word of God. And personally, I like themes because they help me, especially from a teaching point of view, to narrow down the areas that we need to learn. And many a times the theme comes to address a gap in our spiritual walk with God. Or it comes to reinforce certain areas that we need to major on in our walk with God. So never allow anyone to discredit these practices. Am I talking to the church of God this morning? Do I have the church this morning? So this morning I want us to unveil our spiritual emphasis for 20. 22. Let's get into the Word of God. Let's get into the Word of God. So we've got two primary texts that are going to guide a significant number of things that we are going to be doing in 2022. And I really want you to follow me very, very, very carefully. There are two primary texts that I'm going to be uh, just unpacking this morning. I might not preach this morning, but I just want to communicate with you so that we can lay a good foundation for everything that we are going to be doing in 2022. Exodus chapter number 33, and I'll read from verse number 14 to verse number 16. That is the first primary text. So this year we've got one text from the Old Testament and then the, a complementing text in the New Testament. So I'm going to look at Exodus chapter number 33, verse number 14 to verse number 15. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read from the NIV, from the New living translation from the new living translation 
then I'm going to take time to break down other translations as well that help us to understand uh, this passage of the text. So Exodus chapter number 33, and I'm going to start from the NIV and read from verse number 14. This is a time when Moses had gone on Mount Sinai and is having a conversation with God. So we have an interaction here between Moses and God. And verse number 14 says, the, the Lord replied, he is replying Moses, the Lord replied, my presence will go with you. My presence will what? My presence will go with you. Not only that, and I will what? Talk to me, church. If you don't have your Bible, we've got one on the screen here. Thank God. Thanks so much to our tech team. Our screen is back. I'm excited. <laughs> so let's, let's read it again from verse number 14 together. Let's use the screen together. One, two, go. The Lord replied, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. Verse number 15. Then Moses said to him, that is to God, If your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. Verse 16. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? How are we going to know that your favor is upon us? How do we know that you are pleased with us if your presence is not going to go with us? What else will distinguish what else would distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? What else would distinguish us? What else will make us look different from everybody else if your presence is not going to go with us? And allow me just to come back to verse number 14, and I'll try to read it from the Amplified Version. Verse number 14, and I want us to look at it from the Amplified Version. Glory be to God. Thank you so much. The Amplified Version says, And the Lord said, My presence shall go with you, and I will give you rest. How? By bringing you and the people into the promised land. So it's the presence that takes you to what God promised you. Do I have a witness in the house? It is the presence of God that will take you to what God has promised you. You can't just walk into your positions by yourself. It's the presence that will go ahead with you. Let's read the same verse from the message translation. The message translation. The message translation says, God said, my presence will go with you. I'll see the journey to the end. I don't know about you. I like that one. God said, my presence will go with you. And I will see the journey to the end. This is God speaking. It's not Moses. It's God who is saying, it is my presence that is going to go with you. And I will make sure that I see the journey to the end. Let's read from the last translation. The New Living Translation. <clears throat> Apology. Let's read from the New Living Translation. The Lord replied, I will personally go with you. Right, people are not excited about the word. And then the Lord said, I will personally go with you, Moses. 
and I will give you rest. I like the last part. Everything will be fine for you. Not some things, but everything will be fine with you. Can I read that again? The Lord replied, I will personally go with you. It's a personal matter. When it comes to this one, God is saying, it's a personal matter. I am personally going to go with you. And I will give you rest. Moses, I want you to know this. Everything will be fine with you. Can you turn to somebody who's next to you and say to them, everything will be fine with you. Oh, tell like you mean it. Tell them everything will be fine with you. If you're online, I just want you to comment that and say everything will be fine with you. If I were you, I would personalize it. And say in 2022, everything will be fine with me. Everything will be fine with me. And if I'm to declare together corporately as a church, we would say everything will be fine with us. In 2022, everything will be fine with us. Now, what's the context here? The context is Israel on a journey. They are walking through a wilderness. And they are having to encounter places that they've never seen before. They are having to go through experiences that they don't have experience over. Right. They are having to go through an uncertain time. They don't know what the next place has in store for them. Whether the next place is going to be good or it's going to be bad. They don't know whether the next place has got water or it doesn't have water. They don't know where they're going to get food from because they are on a journey in the wilderness. There's no time to plant. There's no time to sow. There's no time to tread. But when you come now to Exodus chapter number 33, Moses is interacting with God. And God is placing an assurance upon him. And he's saying, Moses, everything will be fine with you. Why? Because of my presence. So here is what we are saying in 2022 for us. The spiritual emphasis for 2022, or the theme for 22 for us, it simply says, the presence. It's the presence. It's the presence. It's the presence. Nothing else but the presence. And I want you to understand that as we deal with the presence, it's a personal matter as far as God is concerned. Why? Because he's saying, my presence will go with you. I will personally go with you. In other words, God is saying, I'm not going to assign somebody to go with you. I'm not going to delegate this task to anyone. But I am personally going to go with you. I am personally going to go with you. I'm not even going to send Angel Michael. I'm not even going to send Angel Gabriel. I am personally going to go with you. My presence shall go with you. And when the presence goes with you, it's going to give you rest. It's going to give you rest. As Israel was journeying in the wilderness, brothers and sisters, Israel had to pass through other places where there were kings that had to fight them. But God is saying to them, I will personally go, going to go with you. And I'm going to give you rest. Even in the midst of opposition. Even in the midst of struggles. 
even in the midst of challenges ahead of you, I am personally going to go with you and I'm going to give you rest. Brothers and sisters, the very same way Israel was on a journey, we are also on a journey. We left Egypt. We left our old ways of living. We abandoned our slave masters. And we embarked on a journey. Israel is going to Canaan. But for you and I, we've got a better Canaan that we're going to. There is a heaven that we are going to. A better place that we are going to. John speaking about this place. He says, then I saw a new heaven. And a new earth coming down out of a heaven. Beautifully adorned as a bride for a, as a bride for a husband. Then I heard a voice saying, Behold my tabernacle, which is amongst my people. I shall be their God, and they shall be my people. That is our Canaan for you and I. And God is saying, You are not going to Canaan, to heaven, by a highway made of, of man or tar. You are going to go through the wilderness. A path that is not so clear. A path that is unusual. A path that is filled with challenges. A path that will be filled with, with pain and tears. But God is saying, in the midst of tears, in the midst of struggles, I will personally go with you. I will personally go with you. And everything will be fine with you. It's the presence. It's the presence. It's the presence. It's the presence of God upon our lives. Brothers and sisters, we're living in one of the most difficult times. One might think that the pandemic is over because of the scientific news. England is anticipating that we are coming to the end of it. It's all guesswork. At one time, they told us that we are coming out of it now. And in no time, Omicron came. Imagine, right now, churches have changed. We are now scared even to come to church. But brothers have come to speak to you today. That in this wilderness journey, God is saying it is my presence that is going to go with you. It is nothing else but the presence of God. It is nothing else but it is the presence of God. And I'm saying to you, brothers, this, this time, don't count people on this journey. People who disappoint you. People who change their minds along the way. People who change their goalposts in this time. Go with the one who is reliable. Go with the one who is trustworthy. Go with the one who is dependable. Lean on him. Rest on him. Why? Because he's saying, it is my presence that is going to go with you. So I'm saying to the church of the living God in 2022, let's value the presence of God. Let's value nothing else but the very presence of God. You cannot love the presence of man at the same level with the presence of God. 
You cannot put your love for the presence of God in the same class with your love for the presence of people. In 2022, I want you to make a crystal decision, a clear decision, that when it comes to a presence, I'm going to value, I'm going to esteem nothing else but the presence of God. Why? Because God is saying, I will personally go with you. And I'm going to give you rest. I'm going to bring calmness. I'm going to establish you. In the midst of the wilderness, you will become unshakable because of my presence. You will become immovable because of my presence. You will not be easily discouraged when you are following nothing else but the presence of God. Somebody shout and say the presence. Somebody say the presence. So if you are going to cry to God, if you are going to pray to God in 2022, your prayer should be so simple but so intense that God, that I may dwell in your presence all the days of my life. That I may dwell in your presence. That I may inquire of your temple all the days of my life. May this be your prayer in 2022. That God, I love your presence. That in this season, Lord, I love nothing else but I love your presence. Because the presence of God is everything that you are ever going to need in this journey of life. You can't even guarantee what tomorrow is going to look like. You can't even guarantee what the next month is going to look like. But brothers and sisters, we have an assurance. We can face tomorrow without any sense of fear. We can face tomorrow without any sense of doubt in us. Why? Because the presence is going ahead of us. Why? Because the presence of God is going ahead of us. Even in those times where I've got many questions about tomorrow that I cannot make sense of and put answers to, but I'm going to find comfort in knowing that I'm not by myself, but that the presence of God is going ahead of me. That the presence of God is giving me rest. That the presence of God is going to ensure that everything will be fine. 2022, the season of the presence. It's a moment of the presence. Let me just highlight a few significance of the presence for this season. When you look at this passage of the text, the presence of God is evidence that God is pleased with us. The presence of God is enough evidence in your life that God is pleased with you. The very fact that God is saying, I will go with you, it means that he is pleased with you. But you know what the devil is going to come and try to do in your life? He's going to come and whisper another message. That look at you, God, God is not happy with you. That look at you, God is not pleased with you. But a child who understands the word of God, a child who values the report of the Lord, will stand up and say, the presence of God is evidence that God is pleased with me. It's evidence that God is pleased with me. If God wasn't pleased with Moses, he would not have given his presence to Moses. 
the fact that God is giving his presence to Moses, it means that God was pleased with Moses. And now I'm coming to speak to church of the New Testament. The very fact that the presence of God is upon you, it is enough evidence that God is pleased with you. Somebody shout, God is pleased with me. I want you to say like a minute and say, God is pleased with me. If there's one thing that you mustn't doubt in 2022, you mustn't doubt that God is pleased with you. Because you remember, the basis of God being pleased with you, it is not what you have done. Can I explain that? The basis or the grounds of God being pleased with you, it is not what you have done. It is not even what you are going to do. It is because of you believing what Jesus Christ has done. The reason why God is pleased with you, it is because you believe what Jesus Christ has done for you. That is the simple basis of God being pleased with you. So every time the enemy comes and he tries to whisper something different, you just go ahead and say, you know what, God is pleased with what his son did for me. And I believe what Jesus Christ has done for me. Therefore, God is pleased with me. Therefore, God is pleased with me. So the presence of God is evidence that God is pleased with you. Number two, the presence of God is evidence of grace. The presence of God is the evidence of God's grace upon you and I. Enough evidence. Grace is the unmerited favor. Grace is the undeserved. Grace is the, is the unearned favor of God. Grace is the divine enablement of God. So when all these things are upon you, it's evidence of God's grace upon you. Brothers and sisters, the journey of the wilderness is walked by grace. Wilderness is navigated by the grace of God. There is no human wisdom for the wilderness. There is no human intelligence in the wilderness. It doesn't work. How do you feed almost 3 million people in the wilderness? Each and every day, everyone is satisfied. You are not sowing. You are not trading. You are not doing any business. But everyone is having breakfast, lunch, and dinner with no complaints and having extra. There's no room for human intelligence in the wilderness. It's the grace of God. It's the grace of God. How do you explain a water system from a rock that... Supplies to three million people. How do you explain it? It's nothing else but the grace. Don't be pompous in life. Learn to acknowledge that, you know what, in as much as you have worked hard, but acknowledge that this is the grace of God. Because there are some people that have got money, that they've got everything, but they've got no strength in them. They are lying on the bed. They desire to do the small things that you are doing with your 10 pounds. They can't even use their 1 million pounds to change their situation. Yet you are sitting there. You are able to blink. It's the grace of God. Humble yourself. Humble yourself. Don't be proud of the things that you have achieved. Acknowledge that it is God who gives you the power to make wealth. It's called grace. 
Because the moment you move away from that grace, the moment you move away from that grace, your fall will be great. Because the Bible says God resists the proud. But he exalts the humble. So I want you to understand, brothers and sisters, that when it comes to the presence, the presence, it is evidence of God's grace upon our life. Here's the last one. The presence of God is the irrefutable mark of distinction. The presence of God is the irrefutable mark of what? Of distinction. Let's read again Exodus 33, verse number 15 to 16. Exodus 33, verse number 15 to 16. And I'll show you that. Then Moses said to him, If your presence does not go with us, Lord, do not send us up from here. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? Can you see the element of being pleased? How will people know that you are pleased with us if your presence does not go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all other people on the face of the earth? What will distinguish us? What will make us different? Brothers and sisters, in 2022, the mark of distinction, it is not how much money you've got. The mark of distinction in 2022, it is not the material things that you have. But the mark of distinction, the thing that is going to separate you from the rest is the presence. Is the presence. Because remember, God spoke to Moses and the children of Israel, and he said to them, I want you to be holy as I am holy. Can I explain that? Now, when you look at the word holy, I think I've taught this sometime before. The word holy, at its root meaning, it simply means to be different. Yeah? To be holy, it simply means, or primarily it means to be what? To be different. That's why God was saying to Israel, be holy for I am holy. In other words, be different because I'm different. Be unique because I'm unique. If you take other gods and you put me in there, I'm different. So God is saying, among the nations, you cannot afford to be like them. You've got to be different. But what is going to make you different? It is the presence of God. And I'm declaring and I'm praying for you today. But even as you go to your workplace, may the presence of God separate you from the rest of the people. When you go to school as a child, may the presence of God be your mark of distinction. May people point a finger and say, you are different. We can't tell exactly why you're different, but you're so unique. Not in a bad way. May people testify that there's something different about you. May people testify that there's something so special about you. There's something so loving, so attractive that we want to be around you. When you open your mouth, you know, may people say you are different. Where were you? Why? Because the presence of God is the irrefutable mark of distinction. You are unique. You are different. Don't press on to want to be like everybody else. You are unique. You are different. Can I speak to our young people? You are special. 
You are unique. You don't need to work hard to be like other people. Celebrate your uniqueness. Celebrate your difference. Celebrate how God has fashioned you the way that he has made you. You are different. You are unique. And what is making you different is the presence of God. It's nothing else, but it is the presence of God. And I pray that in this season of the presence, may the presence of God separate you. May the presence of God separate you. Brothers and sisters, when you talk about the presence, in this wilderness journey, the children of Israel were guided by the presence. They were led by nothing else but by the presence. Let's read Exodus 40 verse 36. Let's just quickly look at Exodus 30, 40, sorry, Exodus 40 verse 36 to 37. Two verses there. NIV says, In all the travels of the Israelites, are we there? Exodus 40 verse 36 to 37. The Bible says, In all, not some. Are you seeing that? In all the travels of Israel, whenever the cloud lifted, do I have the church this morning? Every time the cloud of God's glory lifted above the tabernacle, they would set out. But if the cloud did not lift, they did not set out until the day it lifted. So which means Israel's guidance came from the presence. Israel's direction was given by the presence. Never ever make a mistake in 2022 of going ahead of the presence. And then ask the presence to follow you. Ah, you go behind. You go behind. Let the presence go ahead of you. So which means if the presence is going to pass through the Red Sea, your concern should be, or your confidence should be, if the presence is ahead of me, if he stands, I also stand, I'm on our own ground. If he gets in the water, I'm following. If he opens the water, I'm just following. The greatest gift you can give to yourself in 22, it is the gift of following. The greatest favor you can do to yourself in 2022, it is the gift or is the favor or the blessing of following. Just following the presence. Just following the presence. If the presence brings you to a place called Mara, where there's bitter water, your assignment is to say, okay, Holy Ghost, you've come here. What's next? If the presence brings you to River Jordan and it's flooded, your worry is not who is going to split the Red Sea. Your worry is I'm going to follow the presence. If he wants us to cross, he's going to make a way for us. The greatest favor, and I want you to get this, the greatest favor you can give yourself in 2022, it is the favor of following. It's a biblical principle that you must not miss at any given time. That is why Jesus, when he called his disciples, his instruction, his primary instruction to them was, follow me. Follow me. Follow me and I will make you. Follow me and I will make you. Follow me and I will make you. 
That means if you don't follow, you will not be mad. You will remain incomplete. You will not become the person God intends you to become if we can't follow. So the greatest thing that you're ever going to need in 2022 when it comes to the presence is your willingness to follow the presence. It is your willingness to what? To follow the presence going behind. Let him lead you. Allow the presence to occupy the driving seat. In 2022, allow the presence to be on the driving seat. Let him sit behind the steering. Let him press the indicator. We are now turning left. Let him press the indicator. Now we are turning right. If he doesn't put any, any, any indicator, as long as he's driving forward, I'm following. I don't know about you, but as for me in 2022, my goal is to follow the presence. Because as the cloud lifted, Israel had to dismantle their tents. They had to pick quickly. Every time the cloud lifted, they had to pick. And then whenever this cloud started to move, they also began to hurt, to move. And every time the, the cloud rested above the tabernacle, they would stop. And when the cloud gets into the tabernacle, they would pitch their tents, sit down and relax. And whenever God is about to move to the next place, the cloud would rise above the tabernacle. Israel knew that it was a signal for them to dismantle their tents. And when the cloud started to move, they would also move. Brothers and sisters, whenever the cloud lifted and it started to move in the direction of the land of Canaan, it would be unwise and foolish for you to begin to move in the direction of Egypt. When the cloud is moving in the direction of Canaan, and you are moving in the direction of, 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 of Egypt. It is important in 2022, go in the same direction where the Holy Ghost is going. Move in the direct, same direction where the presence of God is moving towards. You cannot afford to go in the opposite direction of the presence of God. Move with the Spirit. Move with the Spirit. Let the Spirit of God guide you. Let the Spirit of God order your steps. Let the Spirit of God give you direction in 2022. And what I like about the Holy Spirit, or what I like about the presence in the wilderness, is that many times He doesn't tell you five steps ahead. Yeah? When they got to Mara, they had no clue about, Jer about Jericho. When, when they got to, to, to Mara, they, they, they had no clue that there are kings that they need to overcome along the way. The king of Og and king of Bashan, they had no clue. Their concern was, we need to deal with what God has revealed now. It is trusting God in the moment. It's about trusting God in the moment. It's about trusting God in the moment. And sometimes God is going to bring you towards or by the way of Jericho. A city that is fortified is going to bring you there. Your worry should not be how fortified the city is. Your joy should be the presence of God is with us. And everything will be fine. Everything will be fine. Now, can I conclude by saying when you come now to the New Testament, what the presence of God was, to the Old Testament, whatever the glory, the cloud of glory, glory was in the Old Testament, 
is exactly what the Holy Spirit is to the New Testament church. Yeah? Whatsoever the cloud of glory, the presence of God, the Shekinah, whatever the presence of God was to the Old Testament saints is exactly what the Holy Spirit is to the New Testament believer. 1 John 4.13 is the next primary text. So the first primary text for this year is Exodus 33 verse number 14. Exodus 33 verse 14. And we are going to be interpreting that verse using 1 John chapter number 4 verse 13. And I'll read from the NLT, the New Living Translation. And I'll read it from the New Living Translation. Are we there? The scripture says, And God said, sorry, And God has given us his spirit. Uh, can I wait for the team to bring that? I think I, think I really want you to get it. First John chapter number 4, verse number 13. Thank you so much. Uh, Samuel, he's on the, on the tech desk today. He's doing a wonderful job. Glory to God. Thank you. And God has given us what? He has given us his spirit as what? As proof, as evidence. Evidence of what? That we live in him. And he is in us. God has given us his spirit as proof. <laughs> Have you ever been in a situation where you need to give proof? To give evidence. So that you can satisfy people and silence every mouth. That is what God is saying here. He's saying the best way for you to silence everyone who says God is not with you. Who is going to say the presence of God is not with you. You need to use 1 John 4.13. And the Bible says God has given us his spirit as proof, as evidence that he is in us and that we are with him. So where the presence of God was above the tabernacle, for a New Testament believer, greater is he who is in you. Greater is he who is in you. How do I know that he lives in me? He has given me of his spirit as evidence. So the presence of God for a New Testament believer is the Holy Spirit. The evidence of God's presence for a New Testament believer it is the Spirit of God in you. So as we are going to be unpacking this theme throughout the year, our major focus for this year is going to be learning the person and the work of the Holy Spirit. It's all going to be about learning two things. The person, who is the Holy Spirit? And then number two, the work of the Holy Spirit. What does he do? And you'll be amazed that everything that he was doing in the Old Testament is exactly what he is doing to the church in the New Testament. Is exactly what he is doing in individual believers in the New Testament. If the presence of God gave guidance in the Old Testament, brothers and sisters in 22, your guidance comes from the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit protected Israel in the wilderness, brothers and sisters, the Holy Spirit will protect you in 2022. If the presence of God provided manna in the wilderness, brothers and sisters, your provision in 2022 is going to come from the presence of God, who is the Spirit of the living God. So it's going to be down to your relationship with Him. How much are you willing to grow in the person and the work of the Holy Spirit is going to determine the degree or the depth of your experience 
of the supernatural in 2022. But I believe that God has favored us. I believe that God has shown his favor upon us by drawing our attention to nothing else in this season but to his presence. In his presence is the fullness of joy. Where the spirit of the Lord is the presence, there is liberty, there is freedom, there is joy. Because of the presence. Somebody say the presence. Somebody say the presence. Somebody say, I love the presence. So your first prayer during this course of the week, make it a prayer that Holy Spirit teach me to love you, to appreciate you. Reveal yourself to me in this season. Brothers and sisters, we're going to find answers to mysteries because of the presence of the Spirit of God in us. We are going to achieve things that are beyond human explanation by reason of the Spirit of God in us, by reason of the presence, by reason of the presence. And I want to declare today under this atmosphere that may the presence of God go with you. May the presence of God go ahead of you. May the presence of God open a way for you. May the presence of God open a door for you where doors are closed. May the presence of God break every wall, every barrier of opposition in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Canaan is your promised land. Canaan is your portion. You are supposed to experience the promise of God. And it's the presence of God who's going to take you to the very place of experiencing the promises of God over your life in 2022. Nothing else but the presence of God. Let's rise on our feet. Let's rise on our feet. Let's rise on our feet. I love you, Lord. Oh, how I love you. Holy Spirit. Holy for tuning into your change a broadcast aimed at revealing grace and empowering transformation to interact with us please visit our website at afmimmiltonkeens.org or follow us at ebenezer fellowship afmim on facebook instagram and twitter you can also interact with pastor Danny on facebook instagram and twitter for easy access the links are in the description <laughs>